J every day. Kick your feet up and enjoy. people what's another going on day. Man? another day happy monday y'all the weather's breaking we got a nice above 70 today weather breaking nice for us j and j though we're back another episode. another monday another great sports um we just gonna dive right in it we got conference championships conference great tournaments kicking off sports, man great weekend in sports some college teams have already you know this is my baby brother's birthday shout out to michael yeah. Mike, shout out Mike. This is Jason here, boy JC. Let's get yes, right into sir. it. Shout out to everybody that's listening on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Montgomery oh. College Radio. And uh, oh yeah, we having shirts out. Shout out to Mike. Um, he already wants a shirt. It's gonna be okay. fifteen dollars. He first thing he asked, he was like, "Man, it don't matter what cost it was." He was like, "Oh man, only fifteen. We on man. It's gonna be the J and J logo <laughs> on the front, the logo on the front, and it's gonna be numbered th- on the back. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna get your own number. Get them first. You might get your favorite number on. But uh, let's start off with the fights, man. It was a great you know, wailing. Kept her title. Man, MMA fights UFC 248 this weekend and Zhang Wei Ling. Yep. Man, took the W over Johanna. I'm just gonna leave her name at that because I can't <laughs> uh I cannot pronounce her name after that. She beat Johanna um in a five-round split decision. Some people thought, you know, um it shouldn't have been a split, that it, it was a draw. I was fine with the split. But man, I, some folks are calling this uh arguably the greatest women's fight, UFC fight ever. Um, this is this was definitely the greatest women's UFC fight I've ever seen. This might be the best um, one of the yeah, best fights. Yeah, I've ever I, seen, that's where period. I was going next. I was gonna go forget the forget categorizing it in the women. Was this the greatest UFC fight you've ever watched? Um, of recent memory, for me, I might say yeah. Yeah. Um. Just I'm talking about in the totality from start to finish. Yeah, there wasn't a great knockout in there. Um, I know we had Kobe Covington get beat up. That was, a, you know, that was a good, it was a good fight. But really for folks that were Usman fans, this, even if you weren't a fight fan, even if you were just casually tuning in, this is for, this was for sure. Um, you know, you bought in, you were like, man, maybe I should watch MMA. So I think I'll, I'll go as far to say, yes, this was the best UFC fight I've watched. Yep. Because man, they Definitely. went, they went head to head. Um, they both they were part there were points in that fight where I thought both Joanna and Wei Ling were one of the other was gonna get dropped or the towel might be thrown in. They looked awful, man. Yep. Um, they both could have got yeah, they both could have got knocked out easily. Yeah, easily. Um, I think great fight to watch. A phenomenal fight to watch. Um, shout out Zhang Wei Ling. I picked her to win, and you know I kind of felt you know I felt for the Johanna girl until I saw, I guess something that she put up on her Instagram what? or Snapchat or something previously before the fight. What? It was basically a poster for the fight, but we know how the uh, the coronavirus is going on and how people are being discriminatory towards you know Chinese yeah. or Asian people. She had on like a gas. Leg. She's checked a couple or something. You want to just switch? 
she had on like a gas mask or something like that, you know, in her picture. Or that uh, she did. And then, you know, Wei Ling was just, it was her. Um, there was no words to the post. But just that in itself, when I saw that, to, and I saw that today. Once I saw that, I said, oh yeah, she got the beating she deserved. For real, she got the beating. I, I didn't know she was like that. I saw that, I said, you got the beating you deserved. So shout out to Wei Ling. I think she now sits at um 22 and 1, I believe. It's her win-loss um, record. 21 and 1. 21 and 1. 10, take it, 10 TKOs, 7 submissions, man. Deadly. Um, it was incredible, man. I'm looking at these stats. 600 strikes landed a piece. You know, 600 strikes landed total between the two fighters. Yeah. Uh, um, four, I mean, well, 413 attempted on Joanna. It was crazy, man. It was crazy, man. The clinching. It was going at it, man. She was attacking her legs. Basically, man, it was a great fight. Great, one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know about all that coronavirus post, man. I got to see that to see what she was talking about. But it was hey. just a little cheap shot at her. Now, once I saw that, I was like, man, okay, like that's that's not acceptable. I have no problem with you getting the, you know, your face beat in. Um, once I saw that, so both of them got their face beat. So big, big ups to Zhang. I, I say this all the time. Outside, well, they did have mad, mad respect throughout the whole, throughout the whole process. You know? I, I, I mean, it looked like they had mad respect. You know, they were just keeping the cordial for all we know. We don't know that. Man, they was all hugging before every round and all that. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I think I, I got through that was just to keep the sportsmanship because we saw the late hit, we saw the late punch that was in there. I don't and think we that saw was how the corner reacted. I don't think that was on. It was it, listen. That late hit was not like a oh. It was at the same time as the bell. The bell went ding, and then the punch was thrown. You think she did it on purpose? I'll go ahead and say yeah. I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying it's funny, but based off the post that <laughs> no, I saw I'm today, it's funny. Based off the post I saw today, I that post revealed what type of character she has, and okay. so that's why I'm like, okay, I won't doubt a little cheap shot because the based off the the post that I saw, she posted before the fight. I see that. I saw your true character. This is what you were about. All right, cool. So I'm trying. I'm scrolling right now. I should have saved the picture to my phone. I'm trying to find that picture for you right now so you can see it. I don't really play too much into. Nah, I got to, man. That loves, really. that <laughs> he finds me talking a whole bunch of nonsense. But anyway, he got um, followed up by a boring fight, man. Romero and. Uh, Adasanya. Adasanya. Yep. That joint had all the hype, but uh, it was it was very boring. Adesanya um, kept his title though. It was you know cool. Yeah, even Adesanya himself said, you know, this is probably for me the most boring fight I've been a part of, um, and I feel him. But in my, I defended Adesanya because to me, I get it. It's a championship fight, but you're the champion. You know what I'm saying? You've gotten to this point playing your game, fighting your fighting style. And so, if your opponent isn't going to advance and attack and make the move on you first, why, you're not going to put yourself in harm's way for no reason. You have the belt. He's coming to take the belt. So, Romero should have been the aggressor, in my opinion. He should have been trying to set the table. And he was not. So, that's all on Romero. Romero didn't go out there and try to take the belt, which is why Romero was posting clips of him running on the beach today, trying to show that his... Legs were still working instead of going on a little tour about how we captured the title. But to JC's point, 
uber boring fight, man. Yeah, and I to think the point, they both should have advanced or something, man. It was just boring. The fans were booing them. They should have gave the fans something to watch. And there was nothing to watch. And Even the ref to the, the point, the ref was like, well, I, that, was that was weird. Yeah, that was very that unprofessional. That was very unprofessional. But that, that's, how, yeah, it was so that's how weird the fight was. That even the ref was like, come on, guys. Like, you got to get a judge or something to score here. Nobody got hurt. Like, you got to do something, man. Um, but again, I put that on Romero. Nobody man. got hurt to the point where everybody's highlighting the the leg, the leg hurt. Exactly, it's and a leg bruise. Again, okay. I put like, it it's on, a UFC fight. It's I, a leg bruise. I put in it every on fight. Romero because again, you. I, are, I put it on both of them. It's a boring fight. Like, I mean, you like you are the challenger though, as the as the as the champion. Yeah, you don't want to put out a boring fight, but if the guy who challenged you to come and take. No, Your I'm saying title, as an entertainer. First like, of all, you're an entertainer first. Like you're you're a fighter, but you no, know you're saying? a fighter first, entertainer second. But your I mean, job you're in it for the win. fans, though. Yeah, but your job is to win. You're not gonna get no fans. Going no, like that. not if I'm gonna put and myself. And I don't believe he's way. gonna keep his title. That's his first title defense. I don't think it's gonna last that long. I give it three tops, and that'd be his longest. I doubt it even lasts one more fight. I don't know. I'm not doubting him in his next fight. I'm not, I'm picking him to win his next fight, which his next fight is going to be different. I'm letting you know this off the rip right now. Hopefully. His net, no, 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 no. There's no hopefully. Dude is fighting next. Ain't going to be no Romero, no Dan, no, 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 no. Adesanya is going to have to bring his A game or he's going to get put down. I can't wait for it. So we'll see. But it was a nice little fight night. Um, There was a previous fight before that. Someone got knocked out, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. really good fights up until the main event. Definitely. But that's where we left y'all. But last night, man, matter of fact, the whole weekend, man, go L.A. Where are these gunshots at? The Lakers, man. Shout out to the Lakers. Where are these gunshots at, man? What is going on? I don't know. What would you do, J.C.? I didn't do nothing. But anyway, go Lakers, man. I don't think this thing plugged in correctly right now. <laughs> but either way, let's jump into the games, man. <laughs> Go Lakers, man. Uh, we beat the Bucks uh, earlier this week. I mean, oh, what was it, on Friday or Saturday, something like that. And then we came on last night. Oh, yeah, it definitely was Friday. But um, and we came up um, last night, beat them uh, last night today, uh, during the day. We beat the Clippers 112 to 103. On James, 28 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. And still, still no gunshots. Oh, I'll give it to you. Just, yeah, good, listen. There you go. There you go. LeBron James, man, put his foot down. The first, I mean, got their first first win, the Bucks, a season series against Bucks. Um, and he got his first win against the, uh, the Clippers. We're 0-2 previously um, before before yesterday. So really good wins for the Lakers. Um, you know, this weekend, you know, the MVP race is heating up. I said, I said, uh, I got two, three shows ago, I said, Giannis, hands down, debate's over. I'm here today to tell you, debate is not over. MVP I think the debate's really over, man, because Ron has Anthony Davis. Dang, yo, JC, I want to give you a hug. As, <laughs> as, no, no, as a Lakers fan, I'm not a Lakers fan, but JC is. And as a Lakers fan, I want to give you a hug for that amazing show of, of, of just clarity and non-bias that you just, that you just presented me. Thank you, JC. Can you I say mean, it one more it's, time? It's the truth. I mean, Can we got say, okay. we got a big team over here, man. Okay. If LeBron goes out and Anthony Davis can hold it down, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but and we, what? Oh no, no. I 
You said there's no debate, and it's crazy because I was saying that a couple weeks ago. Uh, I mean, I mean, all right, look, I I'm not say saying there's no debate. I think there is an MVP race here because of how strong the Lakers have come on lately. You guys are the hottest team right now. You guys seem like you guys are clicking, and everything is, you know, starting to click on all cylinders. And I get your point that you do. Anthony Davis is there, but we got to be real. Everything with that Lakers team starts and stops with LeBron James. I do understand the Anthony Davis factor, but LeBron James makes Anthony Davis's life so much easier because yeah. he's LeBron James. Yeah, they both complement each other. But then you pair this with I'm moving on to like later on in the game. Well, I'll save this like the the analysis and all that later on, but. Um, the Bucks just lost to the Suns without uh with a because uh, Giannis was out with a minor knee sprain. They had the worst defense ever. You lost to the Suns. If, if you pair that with that, and close to the end of the season, you know what I'm saying? Now the MVP voters see that like, and if LeBron was out, Anthony Davis, we're not losing. We're not losing to the Suns. So that's and I and I had a bunch of notes written down, man. You kind of just messed up my whole argument. <laughs> I came with the what I was ready. supposed to say. Yeah, I was I, supposed to say I go LeBron. JC was gonna come in on a high, picking LeBron. We have for a MVP. full team. You feel me? We have so, a full team. I feel but like I want to stop you there. I want to stop you right there. What on me saying that we have a yeah, full no, team? Yeah, no, because all right, all right. Let's listen. Let's do this. Let's do this. You got AD. You got what LeBron. Are we missing after AD and LeBron. Let's not sit here and act like folks like me. Didn't sit here and say, but are the role players enough? Because you say you have a full team, and I get that. One could argue that after Anthony, after Antetokounmpo, and let's say after Antetokounmpo and Middleton, because those are the two best players, one could argue that maybe the Bucks roster is still a better roster than the Lakers are. Because I'm, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to tell you, Avery Bradley's good. Kyle Kuzma's good. You know what I'm saying? Who else we got? And look, 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 Avery Bradley. Contavious Caldwell Pope. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get I get where you're coming from. Cause you say you have a full roster. Is, though, My whole thing is the Anthony Davis. Yeah, the thing is though. But wait, I'm wait, not. You said, wait, wait, oh, you said the, your point yeah, is it, it's not, only Anthony Davis? Yeah, the Bucks roster. That's all we need. Me. That's two of the top five players. Okay, and that, if you want to exactly. argue that's top seven, you want to argue exactly. whatever you want to argue. That's, my, that's the yeah, that, top seven. That's my point. But I don't want the Bucks. Kyle Kuzma's probably the top 10 or top 15 under 25, you want to say, or under whatever the youngins, 23, whatever how old he is. Like, yo, come on, man. We have a big, we have a great team. All right. Um,. Speaking of Avery Bradley, he dropped 24 in this game. Anthony Davis dropped 30. We we snapped the Clippers six-game winning streak. And we have a four-game four winning streak. You know what I'm saying? It could have been more. We just dropped that little easy one against uh, some bad team. Mm-hmm. I mentioned, look, very good game. I'm, yeah, the Clippers were leading at the half, 53 mm-hmm. to 49. The largest lead was nine in the second quarter. Paul George had 31. Kawhi Leonard had 27. Montrez Harrell with 20 points. Uh, but the Lakers had a fourteen to six run in the fourth quarter, and that smashed everything to pieces. Um, the Clippers had fifteen turnovers and twelve assists. That's more turnovers than assists. That's I don't know. I don't, I've never seen that before. Avery Bradley had four of his six three pointers in the third quarter. That's a career high, I mean, a season high, man. Um, great game. That's my only trepidation with the Lakers. Very good win. Very good win. 
But I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not off the Clippers as the favorites in the West. I don't care. I know the Lakers are playing hot right now, but I'm still not off the Clippers as a favorite because of the depth. Yeah, Avery. It took Avery Bradley shooting six for twelve for three. You know what I'm saying for twenty four points. Can you count on that? You know, LeBron and AD in the playoffs are gonna have to play out of their mind almost every night. I believe, and they're gonna have to be a other to step up on the Clippers. There are so many others who on any given night can step up. But there is one thing I want to note that LeBron James did in this game that is huge. He forced the Clippers' third best scorer to be rendered ineffective and off the court when it mattered. Lou Williams. Because he kept getting that switch. He's in the seventh year and he, so, he kept getting that switch. And making Lou Williams end up on him. And what he do? He went right at him. Same thing with Patrick Beverly. So that's one thing that I'm interested to see how the Clippers adjust. Because you take Lou Williams off the floor in crunch time. Yeah, you got Reggie Jackson. But come on, he ain't no Lou. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Patrick so, Beverly, I wasn't even going to mention this. But he going to say LeBron James is no challenge. He ain't no. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I, I love it. What, else, what do you ball, want him man. to say? I love it. That's, that's on par with Patrick Beverly. James Harden can give him 50. Well, what is he going to say? Yeah, the most of them are lucky shots. <laughs> Devin Booker can give him 30. What is he going to say? No big deal. For what it's worth, I think LeBron was like 0 for 2 with a turnover and assist when he guarded by Patrick Beverly. So, I mean, for what it's worth. But, yeah, we can eh, – moving on, man. Um, Moving on. OKC beat the Boston Celtics 105-104. to 18-point comeback. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder. Terrible loss. Game-winning steal and game-winning yeah. bucket. We have late game, 27.6 assists. Late game help. SGA was out because of a hip bruise. Mm-hmm. But CP3 held it down, 28.7 assists. CP3 like you said, and Danilo Gallinari. Yep, they, like you said, they overcame that 18-point um, deficit. OKC with a third straight win. Tatum. After we had that Jason Tatum praise episode, they lost four straights. <laughs> Oh, man, Tatum missed the game winner. He had 19 points, though. I hate the Celtics. This was the time in the year, though, where I've learned. They got about 40 days into the playoffs. Right now, in my opinion, teams can either go do a little slump, get out of their slump, and start to, you know, build toward the playoffs, or we've seen teams... Come in hot, come in hot, come in hot. Start to fizzle once the playoffs come. Fizzle. So it's interesting. I'm not... This was a really whack... March Madness. We usually call it March Madness for um for basketball purposes. I mean, for college basketball purposes. I think March Madness in this case can be... Um, I think we can include uh, NBA as well. Because this has been a really wacky March. As you just said, Boston Celtics on a four-game losing streak. Um, as well. Gordon Hayward with 24 points. Marcus Smart with 19 points, 10 rebounds. But their bench got outscored 41 to 17. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Phoenix beat the Bucks 140 to 131. Devin Booker with 20 of his 36 points in the first quarter. <laughs> their first quarter was a 47-point first quarter. They clearly can't play defense without Giannis, who was out with a minor knee sprain. Um, Rubio with a triple-double, 25 points, 13 and 13. Chris Milton, 24 points. Wow. Eric Bledsoe had 28 points. Bad game. Yeah, and to that point, March no Madness defense. is wacky. 
We'll get to it later. Rockets, they've lost four straight. The Bucks um, have lost three or four. Three get, or four. get to the Rockets right now. The Celtics. The Rockets just lost to Hold the, on, hold on. Let me finish running oh. these down. The Celtics have lost four or five. This is March Madness. It's wacky. <laughs> All right, a lot of these teams I just named, I just named three, three straight contending teams. I'm about to name a fourth. The Nuggets have lost three or four. The Sixers have lost five of eight. You ready for the wacky part? Mm. The Kings have won five of six. <laughs> the Knicks have won three of five. And the Cavs have won two straight. It, it, this is the wackiest part, I believe, of the NBA season, man. Because I just named you four contenders that are on either have lost three out of four, four out of five, or on losing streaks. It's really weird. Let's get to the Rockets. They failed and they lost. 126 to 106. DJ Augustine, my Texas guy, 24 points. Nikolai Vucevic added a double-double, 16 points, 16 boards, man. Um, and to your point, just is a bad loss for the Rockets. Their fourth straight loss. Three of those teams, three of those losses have come against, you know, sub-500 bad teams. And another one came, they got a, obliterated at home by the Clippers. We got a question from Pablo. He asked you, uh... Y'all think the Rockets could possibly get bounced in the first round? Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, me too. Um, it's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible. the The West is very difficult, and right now they're sitting in the sixth seat, uh, in the sixth spot. Um, so I, I think very it's very dangerous. Yeah, so I think it's very. They would face the um, who's in the third spot right now? So yeah, they would face the Nuggets. Um. Oh. <laughs> that's actually yeah, that's actually a good little spot. That's actually a good little spot to be. I ain't gonna lie. But no, but, um, to your point, Pablo, yeah, they certainly can. Because why can't they? Because of what their success is predicated on. Their success is predicated on hitting threes. Um, no, actually, I, that's, that, that, that right there is what their success is predicated on. Hitting threes, really. And making, making jump shots. When those two things aren't going, their defense goes with them. And, That's the thing with the Rockets. And on top of that, um, the West is still not settled at all. Like you said, we still have four, uh, 40, um, 40, what, 40 days until the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And they could easily get the Clippers first round. Look, they could easily get the Clippers. They could easily slide back up to the fourth spot. They could easily, it's probably far-fetched. They could climb to the third spot. I highly doubt it. I think the fourth spot. Yeah, it can, but I highly doubt it. Just based based on the way the Rockets have been playing this season, the Rockets are a win three games, lose two games, win four games, lose two games, lose four. That's what the Rockets have been all season. The Nuggets are out here five of five in their last ten. That's what I'm saying. The the Clippers, six of four. Utah, they can end up. That's what I'm saying. The Rockets can end up anywhere right now. You know what I'm saying? They they just were on a six game win streak. Now they're on a four game losing streak. So again, the when Russell Westbrook and James Harden are your two best players or on the two leaders, you know, the two driving horses, I think it's fair to expect this inconsistency. Dare I say that from them because of their games. Um, James Harden, for what it's worth, uh, James Harden has cooled off in a very scary cool off. Um, a, a, a cool off to the point where I'm asking myself, is this going to carry on to the playoffs type of cool off? Um, he's been very bad after, you know, a hot start to the season. 
So I'm listen, man. I'm yes, Pablo. They can easily get bounced in the easily. first round, just as they can get. The chances of them getting bounced in the first round, the chances of them making the Western Conference Finals, I think are the same. That's how this Rockets team all is. You, you can't pick them right now. They're the same. But right now, I'm not. I'm not worried about seeding. Is that weird? I'm not. Because, okay, here's my thought. Here's my thought with any team out West that's not the Clippers or the Lakers, okay? If you can't get home court against the Clippers or the Lakers, which you're probably not going to. Nobody's been exactly court against the Clippers. Exactly. So Unless that the Clippers means, veer off, which they easily can. They, they like can, I mentioned, but, they're 6-4 in the last 10. Exactly. So my thing is, so you'd be on the road. You only have home court advantage for the first round anyways. Then you'd be on the road. There are besides the Clippers or the Lakers. If you're if you're any team from three to eight, you should not fear not having home court advantage against any other team in the West. In my opinion, there are. Granted, that's the problem. Granted, you guys are so close to being at seven seed. Granted, you like to have home court advantage. You get what I'm saying? You'd like again. I know that, but I'm saying you'd like to have home court advantage. But if you're any other team in the West, besides the Clippers and the Lakers, if you don't have home court advantage against, if you don't have home court advantage against the Clippers or the Lakers, should that matchup happen? To me, it doesn't matter. The Rockets should not be concerned about going on the road and playing Denver. You get what I'm saying? Like, OKC, oh, we don't have home court against Utah. That should not matter because no team scares me in the West like the Clippers or the Lakers do. And you're not going to have home court against either one of those teams. So handle your business in the first round, every other team in the West, whether you have home court or not, and then deal with them, deal with those two LA teams accordingly. The Raptors. You like, think, I mean, not, I'm not the Raptors. The Grizzlies. You think they, they keep their uh, AC? I, uh, I think they might. I think it's looking like they will. They, but JC, again, we have 20 games left. Yep. And New Orleans, we've talked about it before. Yeah, they're four games back, but they have the easiest schedule to close. And we read out Memphis. We read out the schedule Memphis ends with. So Memphis could easily go on a four-game losing streak to end the year. There goes the eighth spot, just like that. So I, I, whew, I, I, I bet money. Well, I haven't, but if I had to, I'll bet money they keep it. But I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Not um, when the New Orleans Pelicans got a W last night. More games from yesterday. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Bulls 110 to 107. Spencer Dinwiddie with 24 points. Uh, DeAndre Jordan with 11 points, 15 rebounds, and three blocks. Uh, I was talking to my friends. Who do you think is better, Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert? They're Nets fans. That's why this brought up. Um, <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert? I mean. Just think about that. We'll talk about yeah, that Yeah, because they're, they're... I know. Good. I was, I was like, like, I don't know. I said different. I didn't know. Uh, next game, we got the Pelicans, 120 to uh, to the... They beat the Timberwolves, 107. Oh, and we didn't even... You just wrote down the Bulls, right? Kenny Atkinson is out as head coach. Oh, yeah, as the I next. mean, as the next, yeah. Kenny they Atkinson got Jacques Vaughn. is out as head coach. Jacques Vaughn is the interim head coach. I think this is all setting up for a Ty Lue. Um... Head coaching, and uh, I think Tyler. Somebody said Mark Jackson. No, I'm I'm with that as well. He why he needs to be, be a, like, on the, the NBA sideline. That's the most Black History Month team in the world. He needs to be on the NBA sideline. That'd be cool though. Yeah. Um, 
Zion with 23 points. Drew Holiday, 37 points, 9 points. I mean, 37 points. I guess that's not rebounds. They must have had a typo on here. And 8 assists. Look at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had a typo on NBA. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving on. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to bring up something about them. We got to shout out the boy Lonzo Ball. Yeah, he's been hot lately. Shout out Lonzo Ball. Three point shooting. Yep, much has been made of his jump shot. I always told people he was going to be great. Past 10 games, shooting 48.5% from three. 3.3 three-pointers three made per game. And since Zion has been inserted 20 games, he's shooting 43 point, 43% from three and almost three threes made a game. So, a uh, big improvement for Lonzo, man. That's what's up. Um, the Wizards, they gave up this game against the Heat. Um, they were up, and then they gave up a 25-3 to run in the fourth oh, quarter. Man. It was ugly. Um, there's nothing I can say about the, about the Wizards. What do you want to say? Nothing, man. Bam Adebayo had a big game. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists. The Heat are 7. Robinson, oh, 23 points. 7 made threes for the third game in a row. The Wizards are pitiful. And that was a home game for them. 25-3 in the fourth quarter. That's when I shut it off. It probably, got, <laughs> it probably, it probably went and extended a lot longer than that, but I didn't want it. Anyway, the Pacers beat the Mavericks 112-109. The Mavericks are... Struggling to get and in, stay inside the playoff race, but um, they can't be losing these games. Um, Sabonis twenty points, seventeen rebounds, six assists, big game. Turner with sixteen points and thirteen rebounds. Yeah, great game. And um, what was I gonna say? Uh, the Heat, man, seven and one when your boy uh, Iguodala plays less than twenty minutes. Zero oh, and five when he plays twenty minutes or more. But uh, moving on to the next game, we got the Spurs. The- they're trying to catch the AC, and they keep losing. Uh, the Cavaliers beat them 132-129. to Bad loss, like you just mentioned, man. The Spurs are fighting, trying to claw their way to that eighth spot. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I was but. watching the end of the game because I just wanted to see where the Spurs would land. Luckily, I did. I bet it, I tried to bet on the Spurs. <laughs> my, my guy didn't want to bet $10 on the Cavaliers. And, well, too bad for him. He would have won that 10 I totally forgot that Andre Drummond was on AT. I was like, oh, yeah, you got traded to the depths of Cleveland. 28 points, 17 rebounds, three blocks. Colin Sexton with 26 points. Um, sealed the game with the free throws. Um, yeah, man, just bad game by the Spurs. Bad late game response. Just, they had a chance. They're clawing, yeah, they're clawing, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, the Knicks. They beat the Pistons 96-84. Julius Randle, 22-12, and 12, double-double. And Mitchell Robinson, 14-11, and 11, had himself a double-double as well. And like I mentioned, Knicks have won three out of four. Who cares? Um, the Raptors <laughs> beat the Kings 118-113. It's no surprise there. Uh, Norm Powell with another big game, 50, I mean, 31 points. He had, well, how much didn't he have, like, he had about 30 the other day as yeah. well. He had, a, he had a career high game the other day. Yeah. Um, while Kyle Lowry had 30 points and eight assists and three steals. My guy, Kyle Lowry, man. Always a big fan of him. I'm Good waiting one. on everybody else to be a big fan of him. I'm really waiting for Marcus Saul to come back. Yeah. Because I, I don't again, I don't see the Raptors doing much in the playoffs. Dang, you don't got no faith in the Raptors. <laughs> um, no, because Marcus Saul's been out a while. 
Um, that half court offense, he's a lot. He means a lot to their half court offense. We all know the game slows down, um, and I just don't know what they're gonna get from him when he comes back if he comes back. Um, so I'm not buying the Raptors, man. And and for what it's worth, this is the first post we're gonna see Pascal Siakam, man. Um, and I'm a, I gotta see it to believe a type of guy, and I haven't seen it yet. So I don't believe it, but we'll see. Um, I got them in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks. Nah, I don't have them in there over Boston. Nah, Boston has a better roster. I think they're better top to bottom, and I think they will be better. But again, uh, only time shall tell. Tonight we got three games going. Um, we got the Charlotte Hornets taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Hornets should get that W. Um, I got the Hawks in this. We got a nine o'clock game NBA TV. The Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis. Taking on the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, be honest, still out. So, um, I got the, I got the Bucks in this man. I don't have them losing too. I many. got the Nuggets, but this here is why that MVP debate has opened up, because I don't expect Giannis to miss much time, but if the Lakers do finish a game or two back of the Bucks in the standings. Things could. I still expect Giannis to win it, but things can get really interesting if that does happen. Because um, the Bucks have been wide. The reason why Giannis is my guy because wire to wire he's been dominant. But if they start to fizzle off and you know the injury he has to miss time and the Lakers continue to streak the way they do, man, we all know everyone loves a good storyline. And what is the NBA media pushing right now? Year seventeen, LeBron winning the MVP. And once the media creates a narrative, man, you know they love to stick to it. So, we'll see. Uh, last game we got, the Raptors are going to play the Jazz. Uh, I got the Raptors in this one. Man, I got the Jazz. Uh, why you got the Jazz? I just do. I think the Jazz will get this W. But, um, NFL news. Oh, well, actually, we got a lot of it. We didn't get to talk about the uh, college ball, but uh, shout out to Obi Toppin, big game. Yep. Uh, Dayton. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get to uh, we'll, Wednesday. Be all college. We'll get to college on Wednesday. Um, another team the uh, has to give up a first round pick to to get Taysom Hill from the Saints. The Saints put that on him, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that, that goes. First round tender. But it shows that they got confidence in him. Um, the XFL. <laughs> They fired a ref, man. They well, they didn't fire him. He's been reassigned. Reassigned. So, I don't think he's fired. Where he get reassigned to? He's fired, bro. Where he get reassigned to? I just don't, <laughs> think, I don't think he's going to be working like this. You know, the past game or something. Uh, is it man. bad that... You think the NFL should start doing things like that? The NFL is not going to do that. <laughs> should they? Yeah, they should do that. But the NFL is not going to do that. Come that on, was man. so transparent, And man. for what it's worth... The NFL sends teams memos when they mess up, and it's been said that, you know, like, they when they acknowledge they mess up, the NFL sends teams memos the day after, blah, 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 admitting their mistake or admitting that the referee made up. Um, And I, I saw a reporter said that coaches will stand up in front of the team and rip the paper up. Like, this does nothing for us. So I don't think the NFL is going to adopt it because I don't think it still wouldn't satisfy coaches or players. Like, yeah, the coaches or players would still be like, yeah, but that ain't going to give us that win back. Or, yeah, we can't get those seconds back whether he's reassigned. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, man. I doubt it's going to happen. But is it bad that, listen, man, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Since the opening week of the XFL, I 
have not tuned into a single game. Okay. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm uh, let me keep it a hundred. It is not XFL is a really good product, and I think they can survive because they're focused on the game and not like entertainment. All they need is just better quarterback play. I'm not gonna lie, that's why I don't really tune in right now. <laughs> um it's kind of hard for me to watch. I just need some better quarterback play. But fun league, man. Fun league. Uh, I only watched 20 minutes, and I was like, college ball is way better ball. <laughs> yeah, man. And again, I'm all for the alternative league. I love it. It gives us something else to watch. But again, let me not sit here in front for y'all like I watch it, man. I, I have not. Ever since that first like DC Defenders game. Yeah, that's what I love. You get to hear the coaches. And, uh, and, and, the, and the XFL commissioner added to the beer snake. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool league and all, but it's just... Hey, you ain't the NFL though. That that's where I'm going with this. That that's the un- unfortunate part. Um, what else we got here? Josh um, Norman. Ryan Ta- what uh, about Josh Norman? Sign with the Bills. Well, he's gonna sign with the Bills. Okay. okay. Um, some some tampering. Some tampering I think that's on. a uh, I think that's a good pickup. Um, he agreed to. I believe they already agreed to a contract. Oh, yeah. I think today is the legal tampering day that he can start up on this Monday. Yep. Agreed to a one-year deal. Uh, so, he gets a reunion um, with Sean McDermott. Uh, he was his uh, defensive coordinator when he was in Carolina. And for what it's worth, um, when he played the last time he played under McDermott, it was when the, you know, he had, that, he had his last career year. So, this may be, you know, a good move for Josh Norman. Disappointed as a Redskins no, fan. His time is gonna be up. You know, he hadn't played well. He hadn't lived up to what they signed him to. But I think I I he's gonna be better than he was for the Redskins for the Bills. I think this is a very good, low risk, very high reward signing, and I think it's gonna be a very high reward for the Bills. I love this signing. Ryan Tannehill. You think they uh franchise tag him and wait for Brady and rescind it? What do you think going on with him? Um, do you think they risk it? Do you think, or do you even think Brady's? What do you think Brady's gonna have? What do you think Brady's gonna? Have? I have no idea. I I, I don't like. No, I, I don't, don't even Brady know. Even yeah, I, I can't. Like, I really can't give you an honest opinion of where I think Brady's gonna go. A, we've never seen Brady on like a free agent, so we don't know what he's thinking. We don't know. We know nothing. I don't know where he's gonna go. I've been on record to say I'll bring Ryan Tannehill back if I was the Tennessee Titans. I really liked what he did last season. I'd bring him back, but um. Yeah, that that I don't know what they're gonna do with that one. That's very tricky. Um, what else we got here? Um, college ball. Like I said, we're gonna talk about that some more. Oregon keeps winning, man. Yeah, we'll get to all that on Wednesday. Some tickets have been punched. Um, to the tournament. Conference tournaments are starting this week. We got some conference tournament final games tonight. Um, so just stay tuned. March Madness, man, is getting crazy. Um. Oh yeah, we have trivia. Uh, last question we asked you guys was what NBA player was nicknamed Butterbean? Um, Tom Lowry, Bob Love, Jason Kidd, or Dan Mahali? I'm about to say Bob Love. Hey! A, yeah. A versatile forward who can shoot with either his left or right hand. Rob Earl Butterbean Love spent his career with the Chicago Bulls. Um, what MLB player has won the most Golden Glove Awards? Oh. Greg Maddo. Brooks Robinson, Cat, or Ivan Rodriguez. Good one. Good one. We'll see you guys on Wednesday.
Like I said before, get some shirts. They only 15 bucks. They're going to be here about two weeks. Shout millionaire grind from Memphis getting that that thing together. (laughs) Yeah, have a great night. Y'all to hit.